radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Remember last year? Oh, do last I ever? Last year, we had we we had one of our bigger we broke interviews. Yeah. We broke it wide open. We talked with a gentleman by the name of Jordan Goodman, yes, who was going all over the country. America's money man or America's money answer man. He was going around the country making millions of dollars. Turned out a whole lot of money. Yeah, selling people on a Ponzi scheme. Well, he, did, he didn't know it was a Ponzi scheme. Oh, so he said. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It was too good to be true. It was like 8% returns no, with 10%, no risk. 10%. 10%. Yeah, it was, eight. it was called Woodbridge. Yeah, I'm not even going to cross the street for eight, but for 10. Yeah. Oh. Guaranteed money. Yep. Absolutely guaranteed. Yep. You couldn't lose on this Remember deal. Remember they're doing notes? It was like bridge loans for people developers. Yeah. It turns yeah. out that that wasn't what it was. No, it was a, a, about a $1.3 billion fraud, 7,000 investors. Well, the update is Robert Shapiro, the uh, CEO of Woodbridge, he has pled guilty. Guilty. Now, remember Jordan Goodman on the show said, "Yeah, I remember. This is legit. This yeah. is, the SEC's got this wrong, yeah. et, cetera, et cetera." And I said, "Jordan, if it's if it is, he said it is not a Ponzi scheme. Yep. I said if it turns out to be a Ponzi scheme, will you give the investors back all the money you made?" And he said, "Absolutely." And it turned out that Jordan, we we learned this. He made like was it like two point five million? It was a lot of money. Yeah, and the SEC made him return that money to the investors well shapiro has pled guilty last week he faces as long as 25 years in prison used the money uh, to buy a 6.7 million dollar home now i got a question a little bit on this how far does 6.7 really go in a home these days they couldn't get a very fancy place for that apparently but... you live in seattle <laughs> 3.1 million for chartering planes and it, personal travel. where oh, i come I from 6.7 million <laughs> lot of, buy, buys half a state i don't think you can cross the evergreen point bridge for that anymore but anyway so he's uh he's headed to a new home which will probably cost as much but these space will be far limited and the view not nearly as good so robert shapiro uh taking the fall I don't know if they're going to get anybody else criminally on this thing, but we'll I, see. I don't know. But I got to tell you, that basically, for a guy like Robert Shapiro, he's in his 60s or 70s, that's a life sentence. Yeah, he won't become, well, he's 61. 61. I mean, oh, could be. Maybe feds. not. Yeah, he might get out in half that time, yeah, so he could be out in his it. 70s. Yeah, so he might be. 855-935-TALK. If you have a question that has something to do with money, managing money, making money, saving money, avoiding ripoffs like this one and Good many Lord. others, if including insurance. going to make 10 percent a year do not take the deal if they tell you 10 percent guaranteed i i can give you a guarantee period it's a scam it has to be it has to be 855-935-TALK these people just lie through their teeth give us a call and uh if you do call and we still have a couple of sick uh, we have about three or four seats left yeah i think so for wednesday all right so you got to call soon 855-935-TALK and michael welcome to talking real money hi michael Hello, Don. Hey, Tom. How are you? I'm well. Thank you for calling. Uh, thanks for taking my call. And, Don, I've been listen, listening to you since the early 90s, so you've been a wealth of information. I remember the 1890s, too. It was a tough time. Go sit down. Oh, sorry. Did I say Yeah, no, he didn't. He's just harassing me. That's because my daughter asked me the other day when he said that we've been friends since the 80s. She said, the 1880s? Dad? Anyway, so go ahead. That happens when you have kids. There you go. Um, hey, Dad. I got a real estate question. Uh, my mother-in-law passed away recently, and my wife is determined to sell a house. I think it has a lot more to do with the emotion 
aspect of it. Um, <laughs> in the meantime, it's actually a townhouse. Uh, we could rent it for a thousand more a month than what the mortgage is on it. We also have other uh, rental property that is really it's not making much of anything. It's 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 paying the bills, but uh, I'm. She wants to sell this property. My question to you is, you know, if she's determined to sell it, um, it's got to be parked somewhere other than a savings account. I know I could reinvest in other real estate, but uh, eventually at some point we got to pay capital gains. And at what point do you call call it quits? Now, wait a minute. You're going to get a stepped up basis on that home. No, correct? no, 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 no. This is investment. Pro- oh, is this your home? No, this is his mother-in-law's. Mother-in-law's home. Well, yeah. okay. So it's not investment property. So you would get, you would not, this would be a capital gains free event. Basically. If you sold it. Um, um, you well, get a stepped that, up basis. Right. Based on my research, that kind of depends on our our uh, um, tax. Uh, no, 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 no. The right. date, the date, the, the someone has to appraise the value of the property as of the day that your mother-in-law passed away. Right. If it's inherited property, the Correct. basis steps up yep. to the value at we'll the time back. it was inherited. So there should be no capital gains on that. And I think one of the things that we're we're trying to get to is there's a lot of money sitting there. Um, and what's the value of that money? You're talking about that $1,000 a month. Well, let's talk a little more about what it's really worth. 855-935-TALK is our phone number, and we'll come back to Michael, and then we'll get to you in just a little bit. Tom and Don are talking real money. Do you need a little help with your investments? Set up a free, no-obligation appointment with one of our advisors at TalkingRealMoney.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Once again, our phone number is really easy to remember. It's 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. You can call us anytime, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and ask a question. And, 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 and. I thought you were doing like a beep Wait, or something. Where did there. my mic go? Oh, well, I don't know. Your I, mic's still One there. of my headphone things went out. Oh, okay. It was like, whoa. You this sure it just wasn't one of your ears went out? Or instead? one of my ears? All right. Let's see. No, that ear's that working. Is, okay, uh, you never hear me on that ear. What, I what, that. The, the ear. The headphone thing went. Oh, okay. And I went, oh, I can't hear myself because okay. I only had one ear. See, yes. I have, if I have this one on, I can't know. hear myself anymore. Right. I get it. Anyway, okay. uh, we're talking with my 855-935-TALKS, our yep. number. You, you get, get a gift. Yep. You get a free ticket yep. to my upcoming Wednesday class at noon. Which is down to about one or two seats, so pretty. One, two, three, three. I think we're th- two. I think two we're left. two. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, we're talking to Michael right now. Michael's mother-in-law left them a piece of property, a townhouse that Michael would like. I get. I gather just from the coverage, Michael, what you'd like to rent it out, make a thousand dollars gross income, gross income. Uh, that, that just paid that that's above the mortgage above does that mortgage. include taxes does that include right, that's why i said gross income all the rest of the stuff that right. goes into now michael property. here's the question i need to ask you though before we can go further how much is the town home worth and how big is the mortgage the we could uh the the the, the value of the property right now is 260 uh, i'm a real estate guy so yeah. I, there's something yeah. i know about real estate right. anyway it the mortgage Currently, I would say is I believe it's right around ninety, maybe eighty-eight thousand. Okay, okay, so then there's the cost of selling. 
Right. Well, right, well, right, 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 right. the point. The point I'm getting at is the reason, though, you're you're grossing a thousand a month is because you're grossing that thousand dollars a month on a property that doesn't have a big mortgage. It has a smaller mortgage, a relatively small right. mortgage. That, that gross. If we were to rent it for a thousand, that's over and above. Yeah. Uh, the the PITI. You know. Right. 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 But there's there's PITI and, and maintenance. Uh, and uh, vacancies and damage and all those wonderful things that every landlord runs into now and again. It's the reason I, I tried a landlord gig once, and it was miserable. Uh, I tried real estate investing. But you, you're in the real estate business, so you may very well be uh, good at this. But as you said, you got some other properties that aren't netting anything. Um, the reality is, I, and again, you can, you can know real estate but I know that nobody knows, no matter how smart they are, what direction a real estate market is going to go. And the hotter a real estate market is, the less likely it is to continue to get hotter. And long term, 100 year plus, real estate has barely beaten inflation. Nationwide. Okay. I, I would agree, coast to coast. I would agree with you on that. Um, but if you can net, after all expenses paid, 1000 bucks a month. Um, I think that's, but anyway, my question to you is if, if my wife is determined to sell the property, where do, you know, I am inclined to buy additional property. I've got some real estate down in Florida that, you know, it's vacant land that's being bought up by the villages, you know, the villages. Oh, I know yes, the villages we, well. well. Yep. And it, my point is, is do we take, I, I don't want to take the money and park it into a savings account that doesn't yield anything. Right. Um, so what would your recommendation be as far as, uh, putting that money from, we don't buy additional real estate. Uh, we well, are how, looking at buying some, how soon property. do you need the money then? It's not, we, it's not a matter of needing the money. It's a matter of doing the right thing. <laughs> and my question is, is I'm 53 years old. My wife is 51. Mm -hmm. Uh, so the question is, is uh, as far as our future goes, retirement wise, you know, what would you recommend? Uh, where would you park the money? If we don't buy real estate, we wind up selling this property. Yep. Uh, what would your recommendation be as, as far as reinvesting that money? Let me give you a couple of things. One, uh, it, buying what you're doing with the, that villages thing is purely speculative. I mean, that gets into just like buying stock gambling. We're not fans of any kind of gambling. It's it, it, particularly if your future, you're counting on this money for your future. If you sold the property, you're going to net out um, or gross out 170 after you pay off the mortgage and then whatever expenses. That money, I think, because you already own real estate, you're, you're real estate heavy in your portfolio, it sounds like, that money needs to be in something that's more diversified. And that's, I would suggest you use the two funds we talk about so that you have equities and you have bonds, so that you have diversification, um, because I, I don't believe that $1,000 a month, that you're making 12000 a year net after all expenses on any real estate property unless you're the luckiest person in the world and nothing ever goes wrong um you could make if history's a guide you can make seven six seven percent per year on a balanced portfolio of stocks and bonds or you would have in the past and i think that is a much better way to go well and here's another way to look at this too that, that i think deserves even though at 53 you're still relatively young the, the fact is, one of the problems with real estate is if you need this money, 
it's hard to get to in real estate. It can just, be very hard yeah, in certain economies. Yeah, we just had somebody come in our office who has a couple of properties. One person retired relatively early. They don't have any income, and they can't get the money out of either property to pay the bills. So they're kind of stuck. Not saying that that is your situation necessarily, but it's one that I see. And another reason, by the way, when I tell people it's not always the best idea to pay down your mortgage early because you got to be able to create income at some point. So back to what Don said. So I was just doing some ballpark numbers here. I I don't. You could probably tell this this better than others. But what what do you think these sales cost would be of a selling a home at, at for two hundred sixty thousand dollars? Is it ten percent? Are you asking me? Yeah, I don't. I mean, I wouldn't I know. Uh, I mean, I, well, I mean, uh, he's a he's, he's in real estate. It got to be less than ten. Right. You know, you hire an attorney. 6%? I mean, not an attorney. You hire a real estate agent, and they're going to charge six percent. Okay. In this market out here in Seattle, it's um, you know, it's amazing what a real estate agent can make, you know, in a short period of time because homes are going. Okay, but let's so let's say with that figure, then you net out one hundred and fifty thousand. You then put it sixty percent in the VTWAX and forty percent in the bond fund. That now that one fifty with a moderate growth of six or seven percent that you can access whenever you need probably turns makes out you to about be a, the same amount of money. Same amount of money, that's but with my diversification and liquidity. and liquidity. That's what I'm trying to get to here, Michael. So there's a trade off, but I think it's reasonable to consider. I mean, the fact that you're in, just don't want Don said. I've been in the real estate. I've been a landlord. I didn't like it. I hated it. Don didn't like it. But you do this, so it's okay because we. It's often, okay as a business, yeah, but nobody people, puts yeah. all their money in their business uh, or in what That's, they do. You need diversification. And I, I got to say, I, I agree with your wife. I think that this is an opportunity to add some diversification to your life because there will come a day when, while real estate's great right now, it's wonderful, there'll come a day. Okay, so well, I appreciate your time, guys. Um, the bottom line is, uh, so you're looking at our ages. Uh, you're more, you're thinking more along the lines of liquidation. Um, yes. In the event we need it. Yep. Yep. I'd go to Vanguard. I'd probably do something like a, a 70, 30, 60, 40 at yep. your age split, roughly. Go take the risk quiz at talkingrealmoney.com. It's free. Determine what your risk tolerance is, and then I'd go uh, 60, 70 percent in the Vanguard Total World Stock Index and. 40, 30% of the Vanguard total bond market index. 855-935-TALK is our number. Give us a call. Tom and Don are talking real money. Download the advisor interview form and find out if your advisor is a fiduciary at talkingrealmoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. 855-935-TALK. If you call us during today's show, only during today's show, not during the podcast, you, we'll get you a ticket to the uh, the class on Wednesday, the Lunch yeah. Ed. Good help is hard to find. How you find a fiduciary advisor. I have this Speaking burning, of real estate. Oh, my gosh. Yes. You know, real estate. We, as a nation, are real estate obsessed. We are obsessed. If you you, you read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, oh, or whatever yeah. the heck it is, Guy right. Ka- Kawasaki right. Waki, he is obsessed with real estate. Easy money, passive it's income. It's always this passive income. Yeah, all of these, do anything. these, these five people the fire people they're all it's all about well, we're just gonna buy a bunch of real estate and we're gonna have passive income for the rest of our lives and we'll never have to work again baloney but there are people out there making a lot of money 
convincing you that you can make a lot of money in real estate and you can do it easily you make oh, an investment it's no well, work it's, whatsoever it's, it's either you flipping which is easy as you know you simply buy something you do put a little time into a little work and you sell it for a lot more or you you invest in this property you rent it out and you're rich because you have all these properties that are paying you a little bit and, every month and there are all these guys who are multi-millionaires oh, yeah. telling you how to do this but are they multimillionaires from doing it or, or from telling you how to do it? Like this guy. I, I'm reading a little section of his book. We we saw a fake Larry King. Apparently, oh. Larry King is is renting himself out. I don't know if that was him or that hologram, was, but I wasn't well, sure. It okay. could have been audio yeah. animatronics, yeah. but I don't know. Okay. Um, this guy said, "Here's this is a quote from the book. I'll tell you more about it in a minute. Uh, here's what one of my mentors taught me about people being stressed out. If you can cut a check for a problem, you don't have that problem repeat it like a mantra if you can cut a check for the problem then you don't have the problem if your bills stress you out cut a check problem goes away oh that's wow. such a no-brainer worried about your kids college cut a check the problem goes away and worried you about your parents to... cut a check let them retire like i did this so he says, wrote a check to his parents to retire to help them retire wow, because he's nice so son. rich from real estate oh, I see. from okay. his past this guy was on this fake larry king show selling you on a seminar that he's doing in the seattle area this weekend i think yeah. i don't remember and 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 here's what he's gonna do don't go to this He's gonna. He's like. He works with uh, he Anthony system. Robbins. I saw that. Yeah. And, and they're gonna. They're gonna tell you all of this stuff about how you're working too hard. Don't work so hard, Americans. Just get lazy, sit on your butt, and manage real estate because you're gonna be rich if you do like I do. But then, what do they do with this thing? They sell you on a bunch of dvds a bunch of books and then after you buy those they tell you well for several thousand dollars you can join our boots on the ground quote that's what he calls it boots on the ground we're going to take you out and show you how to do this preferably not in a desert somewhere in the middle east but the bottom line remains here's the struggle i have with it is people see this they go to the classic and enthusiastic no it's all all, it's a raw raw class it always is and then the devil's in the details that is much more difficult than you believe. That's It's a job. That's what I'm trying to get to. If you do this and you don't do anything else and you're a really good entrepreneur, I could see it working. Of course Not it can. Not knowing anything about his system. Like any job. Right, exactly. Like anyone starting a business can work. Like we started Vestry. We work our butts off on it and we're moderately successful. Ten years. Congratulations. Ten years way, almost. Fall. Yeah. yeah, so fall. the bottom line is... No, this is not a good way to make easy money. But they get you. It's like this little this little analogy he writes up, or this metaphor. Imagine a farmer getting up every single day and taking the grain to his cows. Over time, over 15 or 20 years, he does this every day, and he goes the same way, and he builds ruts on his path to the cow. Eventually, he could just throw the grain in the back of the tractor, put it in gear, and let go of the wheel. Because the tractor will take him where he needs to go. Wait a minute now. What? what? That's a new one. Do I it's just, just do I have ruts that keep me doing the same thing every day? Well, get out of your rut oh. and buy real estate. But he doesn't actually even say that. He's got another book that tells you to buy real estate. But is he making if if his system is so good and you can make so much money without any effort then why is he working so hard going on tv with spending a fortune to buy a spot with larry king and then going to an arena to do a show and sell you books and sell you classes why isn't he just buying real estate and making a lot of money and not telling you about it
There are other people in the financial industry who ask the same exact question. So. 855-935-TALK. Give us a call. Tom and Don are talking real money. It may not be the sexiest website in the world, but it's your one-stop shop for real money information. TalkingRealMoney.com. We're talking real money. Okay, apparently they do still have Grecian formula. They do, but nobody else knows nobody about it. Nobody knows about it. <laughs> Jeff Poshula knows it, has no clue what it is. Tom made a bad joke. There was a Greek, yeah. Greek, Greek, Grecian restaurant, and he goes, you can you get the formula there? And I'm going, huh? Yeah. Thought for thought. Oh, 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 the hair thing. Yeah, yeah. okay, got it. Look old. 855-935-TALK is our number. Give us a call. Beverly, you're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Oh hi! Hello. Good hi. morning. What's or up? Good afternoon. Yes, yeah. ma'am. Yes, I have. I have an eighteen-year-old who's managed to save up eighteen thousand dollars. Wow! Nice. Yeah. <laughs> you should be very <laughs> proud, mom. <laughs> now I don't know what to do with his money sitting in the bank right now. It shouldn't going be sitting in the bank, maybe, but he's going to college. Does he need yeah. that money for college? Definitely. Um, oh, he has well some. Maybe it should um, be. He has some scholarship, but mm-hmm. uh, he has enough to go by not touching his savings at this point. But in about when do you guess he would need to touch that? I'm not sure. That's. Um, I, this is the thing. I don't know how to converse with yeah. my kids about financial. No, I, 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 here's the thing. It, it's money because he might need it over the next four years. It's money uh-huh. that needs to remain relatively liquid. The reason I ask how long, and this is something you might want to sit down with him and determine, how, how far will his money that he has from the scholarships and the like carry him forward without needing to touch the money in savings? If, for example, it's a year, then put it in a one-year certificate of deposit. Go to bankrate.com, where you can find the highest rates in the country. Put it in a one-year certificate of deposit, where it might make about 2%, per, 2% uh, where the bank is paying two-tenths of a percent. Can I make another suggestion here, too? You could do a little bit of both. Sure. Uh, I like the idea. So he obviously has some sort of earned income to come up with the 18000 Okay. Is that true? He had a job of He some must kind? have had a job, right? No, no, it's from his uh, late father. Oh, okay. So he has no earned income. Because I was going to say, I thought he was a good saver. Roth IRA or something. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah, no, obviously a good saver. No Roth IRA yet. No, no, well, and no Roth yet anyway for him. That money, he needs it for college. I was saying some for college and maybe a little bit. I would keep it all, personally, I would keep it all available for college because you want to make sure that degree is so critical. And I hate to see him go into high price debt for that degree when he has that money. I guess if that's still undetermined, that's a fair point. Okay. Yeah. I'd I'd keep it. I'd just find out if he has a year or more. And then I would put the money in a CD, most of it, keep some totally liquid in case there's an emergency. But put it in the highest yielding CD you can find and go to bankrate.com and you can find those high yielding CDs. Okay, Beverly? Okay. All right. Thank, Thank you very much. Thanks, Thanks for, for calling. Yep. Take care. 855-935-TALKS, our number. Let's go. Let's get started with Cesar. Cesar, welcome to the show. Hi. What's up? So so you guys were talking about uh, these uh, real estate house flipping investor gurus. Uh, yeah. They're all the same. 
and uh, I've actually been to quite a few events um, for various reasons, including Robin Thompson and uh, some of the others, and they're all pretty much the same. They're selling people a product they can't use, and uh, that's they very do expensive sales tactics. It's a very expensive product they can't use. Yeah, depending on uh, which guru it is. Um, and I actually uh, personally spent $6,300, but I actually got into the business and it paid off for me. But you have to be willing to do it full time. And, uh, you know, usually when it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. And you hit the the nail right on the head. The the problem is they make these things sound like you can sit on the couch and play video games, and the money's just going to roll in, and you can write checks and support your family, and support your friends, and support your parents, and fly on jets, you know, private jets. It, it, nobody's doing that except them, and they're doing it on the money they made from the people falling for the system. Thank you so much for sharing your experience. We really appreciate it. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. We'd love to try and help you deal with your money better. Tom and Don are talking real money. Just about everything you need to know about money can be found at our website, TalkingRealMoney.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. It's really important. Talking real money. I'm Don. That's Tom. We're here to help every Saturday from noon until 2 Pacific or 3 to 5 Eastern time. Plus, you can listen to us on our podcasts. I'm not doing the daily podcast because I've been on semi-vacation, but we have the weekly podcast that we have two times a week. You can listen to those at TalkingRealMoney.com or on your favorite podcast service. And you can also call us 24-7 at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. But we still have a lot of time left in the hour, so yeah. give us a call now and let's go talk to Sam. Hey, Sam, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Yes, my, you, my you're pleasure. my hero. I've been listening to you since, you know, way back when, in the really? 1990s. But my question to you, I'm about a year away from RMD, and do you have a philosophy on how to take that? Tom has a philosophy well, on everything. Whether they're more. right or not is another hey, story. So what do, you, what do you mean by philosophy? Like, yeah, take it all at the beginning of the year, oh. you know, um, do, dollar cost average it now, once a month, or how do you do it? You know, generally, the be- wait as long as you can, generally, because you give it market you, right, growth. Right, you want more growth yeah. tax-deferred. And then take it all out at one time. Yep. That would be my philosophy, too. I would do the exact same. I would leave it growing deferred until the very last moment. We usually do ours in December for our clients. Yep. And uh, the, then the, the money comes to them before the end of the year, and you take your RMD. So, as you know, there is uh, the SECURE Act that's working its way through Congress that is likely to push back RMDs to age 72. So there's another reason to wait even longer to see if that change would occur. It seems very likely, but yeah. I always tell my clients, I believe it's everything when it's signed and sealed and delivered. So in your case, that would be a reason to even wait longer to take it, take it at the absolute last minute. But I would take it all in one shot. Um, as, by, as you may know, if taxes are an issue and you would rather give it away, there's ways to do that and not pay tax on it too. But the other reason you do it all at once is because it doesn't matter. 
you're going to take it out and you're either going to spend it, which you're probably not going to do all at once, or you're going to put it into another similar kind of investment. So it's almost a lateral move. It's not like you're playing any tricks on the market. You're just going from one investment to the other and paying the taxes. Good point. Excellent. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. By the way, the required minimum distribution begins at age 70 and a half. Yeah. The first year, you're taking out about 3.6% of the amount in the it's all based of your retirement on, Yeah, it's a, it's a yep. formula based on life expectancy. It goes up in mm-hmm. terms of percent for a while, and then it actually goes down a little bit. And I think if you live, you got to live to about 100 to take it all out if you just take out the required minimum distribution. So Yeah, it rises up to... Yeah, forget. Uh, the, 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 yeah, because... Fours or something. But the, the, here's the thing to keep also to keep in mind. With the SECURE Act changes... If you were to leave money to others in IRAs, oh yeah, they're gonna shrink. So now you can you could you could get it taken out over the lifetime of the person who's inheriting it, mm-hmm. sort of stretch it out. They call it stretch IRAs. Then no, they're gonna probably shrink it to either seven or five years. Right. So it'll and the be only one, faster. the only one who can get the stretch option under the laws they're writing is your spouse. Correct. You can just put it. She can actually put it. Put it he, in her own. Yeah. Put it right in their own IRA and take it out for their life expectancy. That's correct. So, um, so they're tricky. But I, I would. I, I agree with you. I would just set up we, a time, make the sales, take the money out, and get on with your life. And you could, as you said, you don't have to spend it. You got to take it out and pay tax on it. You could reinvest it. Right. So that's basically what yeah. most people do. Uh, I mean, if they needed yeah. it, if they needed it, they'd they be taking it. it out. There's, there's, you could do. Uh, I always forget the name of it, but there's a charitable way you can actually take the money out of the IRA and give it to a mm-hmm. recognized charity, and then you don't pay tax on it. Schwab does that, right? Yeah. There's yeah. a couple. Anyway, so yeah, there's ways to do that. So, good question. Excellent question. Yeah. That's it. That's all I got. Well, we're not done yet. Oh, okay. I didn't know you were looking we're, at me rather no, quizzically. We're, we're not done. we got to stay for another couple of minutes okay. at least. All right. Do you have anything else you want I to talk about? I really don't. Really? Pretty this much point, done no, for today? I think that's it. All right. Yeah. Just hang out. You can give the number if you want. I could give it, but you don't want to. Apparently, you're done. <laughs> 855-935-TALK is our phone number. 855-935-8255. Give us a call and Well, okay, if, I, if you want a topic, ticket. I'll give you a topic because it's in the news, and that is the fact that I thought that you had one. Well, Nordstrom is closing their oh, that Northgate was the one. Mall. Okay, good call. They're closing their Northgate store, which is sentimental, right? Because they've been there for a long time. I, I saw on Como TV news yep. people like weeping over their loss yeah, of their go. Northgate so, Nordstrom. And Nor- Nordstrom was one of the best performing stocks in the, I believe they have this correct, the aughts, the 2000s. Yeah, the odds. Yeah. The uh, and uh, oh, 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 oh. Then, then it appeared that retailers are going to have a tougher time, right? I wonder who caused that. No, I don't oh, know. maybe that was another Seattle area firm. In 2015, <laughs> Nordstrom was trading for about $80 yeah. a share. Mm-hmm. Today, what are they at? 29 Really? Yeah. That low? That low. I so, would... and as you may know, the founders are trying to buy back the company, et cetera, et cetera. There's a lot of. A lot of things like this that that the the point is there's a there's a lesson in there. There's somewhere. a lesson. I mean, individual stocks are risky. Businesses change. Business environments change. Right. You it, 
it's very, very, very difficult to know the future of any one company or any one industry, right? I mean, retailing looks completely different today, frankly, than it did as recently as 20 years ago. So as we've told you many times on this program, the smarter approach is to own all those stocks, own index. That's why we give you at TalkingRealMoney.com the two free stock or two free uh, fund portfolio. The VTWAX, that's the Vanguard Total World Stock Index, and the Vanguard Total Bond. You simply have to balance between those two and get on with your life. Wow, Nordstrom uh, had a terrible week last week, too. Well, Holy the market cow. in general had a tough week. Yeah, the week, market but, had a terrible but week. But no, they've had a... And there's because the rumors are back again about the the buyout and, and what this it would is cost. And uh, this is the other thing that just... it. It worries me about owning individual stocks. Is the you you never? It's not like somebody rings a bell at the top, as you mentioned. That they <laughs> yeah. don't say ding, uh, ding, this ding. is the day that it's going to go down and not come back up. Individual stocks do that, but the stock market basically cannot do that because the entire stock market represents the aggregate value of the entire every company on the planet the global stock market is the value of every company on the planet what would it take now you can see how a a a single retailer could go out of business but what would it take for the entire global economy to go out of business it it was a comet a nuclear attack a global nuclear attack not just you know not just the pakistanis and the uh, indians going at it correct it would take all of us and then people say well then let's just in case there's global conflagration what should i do with my money well right now people are putting it into gold which has had a good gold yeah Yeah. gold's up to fifteen hundred dollars an ounce yep which is again very volatile but does gold just keep going up or does it go up and down and up and down recollection is it goes up and down and has had a hard time keeping up with inflation and overall gold has never made anyone any money ever not one penny over inflation not one penny and yet they buy it because of this fear that the world is going to come to an end well let me just tell you if the world as we know it the economy of the planet think the walking dead kind of destruction try not to but okay what good is gold what are you going to want it for? What are you going to do with gold? You're not going to do a thing with it. You're going to want food, and you're going to want... You can't that, eat it. That, that G word. I'm going to come and thing. take it, too, by the way. Well, that's you why, yeah. Place. So, you got you to gotta quit worrying about... That's how you can stop worrying, though, about things going badly, is own them all. 855-935-TALK is the number 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Call with your questions... I'm Don McDonald. Tom and Don are talking real money. Would you like to talk to a real investment advisor for free? Set up an appointment at TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Tell you what we're going to do about the class because I think we're we're right at full. We're going to add a couple of extra chairs. If you'd like to attend, you can go buy tickets right now, but only for a little while. A couple of them is all we're going to be able to let go at TalkingRealMoney.com. These tickets include the class, which is a terrific class, if I do say so myself, and 
a really good lunch. You get to choose uh, from a variety of choices, and it, it's a great way to spend your lunch break getting an education and getting fed. So go get your tickets at TalkingRealMoney.com. It's really easy. You just go to TalkingRealMoney.com, look for the events button. That's TalkingRealMoney.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.